You know, before all my Democrat friends included their pronouns in their Twitter names and their Twitter bios, I, I thought all of them were girls. I had no idea until now. Now that they've told me like which gender they are, I, I didn't I didn't even know. So if you're listening and you're a Democrat on Braves Twitter and you have included your pronouns in your bio, I just want to say thanks because up until now, I thought all of y'all were girls. How's everyone doing? Welcome back. It's another episode of Baseballogy, uh, a podcast about, uh, well, that's for you to decide. (laughs) It's an honor to be with you. It's Friday morning. Um, There's no baseball yet, well, because it's like winter time, and there wouldn't have been baseball anyways by now. There's still a lockout. I don't really know what's going on. Uh, The science has changed. Uh, you don't have to wear a mask anymore, so so be careful. Be careful going around because now Democrats will be able to show their smiles again, some of them. It's going to be hard. It's going to be hard for some of them to show their smiles again in public because they've, they've, they've had a new identity. They've had a new uh, cause, a new reason to live. You know, we all worship something, and we all... Uh, we all pursue causes and get caught up in causes and their cause has been the mask and the mandate you know uh, everyone we're all tribal and we all worship stuff or something and we all uh, we all fight for a cause this is why sports teams have swag you know what I mean this is why uh, the the New York Jets sell New York Jets t-shirts, and that's why the Braves sell Braves t-shirts. You know, we're all tribal. We all want to have our identity in something else other than the Lord, which is where it should be. But, you know, it it is what it is. And now that you've taken the mask away from them, they're they're trying to reconcile that. Uh, I actually listen to, uh, several times a week, I will listen to NPR because I want to know what they're thinking, and what they're about to do. And I encourage all of my non-communist brothers and sisters to do that because it kind of gives you an insight into the psyche of the communist, of the fatherless uh, psychopath, many of whom are now kind of young, like this younger generation of people in their 20s who think that like equity is the same thing as equality, you know what I mean, who think that Trump was literally Hitler, uh, these people like should not vote at all. Uh, they have cats, they live in little like one-bedroom apartments on top of each other or their mother's basements. They, they work in these little makerspace things, these like communal things where like little startup companies help other startup companies and they like things like 3D uh, printers and stuff, and they all have like art degrees, and and they they just shouldn't vote at all. Uh, and these people, these people have lived for the mask, and they've covered their faces, and now they're trying to figure it out. And I was listening to PR yesterday, and they had I, I couldn't catch it because I went to a soccer game uh, to root on some Rockmart girls soccer. 
because my wife's students were like all on the team, and so I had to go. Um, otherwise, I would I would never I would never go to a soccer game because I'm not a communist. Anyways, uh, I was en route, and I had NPR on, and they had they were promoting a uh, like a segment that was coming up at like 6:30 that I wasn't able to listen to. And the segment was called, Are We Ready to Shed the Mask? So they don't know what to do. They, they love being told what to do. And so, and so they don't understand uh, what to do now. You know, they need, they need hand-holding. They need direction. You know, we, we kind of think for ourselves. And we have, like, this moral compass that kind of never changes. And so we don't change the border of our Facebook picture every week for a different cause because our cause is the same. We want like low taxes and to drink a beer and watch baseball and we believe uh, in a creator and we believe that we're just a bunch of dinguses who should worship that creator because he created us and we're not worthy because we're just these goobers that could never create an entire universe. So uh so we're just kind of, you know, worshiping that guy while drinking a beer, watching baseball, hanging out with each other, uh, enjoy- wanting some low taxes, some low gas prices. That's kind of like how we are all the time. And then they, you know, different causes. Like, you know, one cause, one week could be the mask, and then it could be the vaccine, and then it could be Black Lives Matter, and then it could be Wall Street, and then it could be, uh, you know, Stop the Asian hate. Save the whales. Save the rainforest. You know what I mean? Stop global warming. And and we're over here just like we, we believe in um, having a cold one and watching Mike Soroka embarrass Bryce Harper on live TV. That's that's what we like to do all the time. So so they don't know what to do, and uh, they're trying to figure it out. They're trying to reconcile uh, it, and, and I feel bad for them. So when you see them, just... Just give them a hug. Just give them a hug. Maybe a fist bump. Not a hug. Not a hug yet because they're not ready for that socially distance-wise. So just give them a fist bump. Be nice to them. Uh, you know, a lot of them, I was hoping we're going to keep the mask on forever. But, we, you know, that was that was a dream. Uh, so we, now we got to see some of their faces. Um, but, yeah, the, the, the science has changed. It's almost like there's a primary or something like that they figured out that they've lost the plot. <sighs> Anyways, uh, to baseball. To baseball, shall we? It is February the 11th right now, I think. Um, Valentine's weekend is upon us. And for me, that means my wife and JT Holton's wife is like, get the hell out of here. Leave us alone, so we're going to John's house for the weekend. Um, that's what our wives want for Valentine's Day. That's how much, that's how annoying me and JT are. That our wives are like, hey, can y'all leave? <laughs> so we are. And we're excited. And we're going to enjoy ourselves. Can't wait to see my booze tomorrow at John's house. We're going to eat some food, drink some beer. Maybe smoke some stogies and talk junk. That's what we do. So, um, yeah, but but about baseball. You know, I, I got into it last weekend 
with uh, Eric O'Flaherty. I triggered Eric. I like Eric a lot. I think he's really cool. He's one of those guys who, he's got a podcast with DOB, so he can't come out as a Republican, you know what I mean? But we all know he's a Republican, you know what I mean? Um, and and to, to DOB's credit, even though DOB is a Democrat uh, and politically, you know, a little bit dumb, he's a good guy. And Democrats over the age of, like, 45... They're, they're not that bad. They're not that bad. They like record collections and motorcycles and tattoos, you know, and old school punk rock. Uh, I don't really support the cat ownership. It's kind of weird. But but they're cool. They're cool. They're cool guys. And D.O.B.'s that guy. And so, but Eric can't come out on Twitter as a Republican because it, it would probably hurt his relationship with D.O.B., I think. Um, maybe I'm just reading too much into that. I probably am. Uh, but, but I like Eric. You can tell. You can tell that he is on our side. He is not a communist and likes America and thinks this is a bunch of hogwash. That's the vibe I get. I could be totally wrong, but I'm almost never wrong. Anyways, I was super annoying on Twitter last week. Well, I'm, I'm annoying most of the time on Twitter, but I was especially annoying for like a good five days last week because I was just obnoxiously tweeting about Manfred and the lockout and I was mocking the idea that baseball players are being oppressed and so because I'm a giant 12 year old I was finding these guys Instagram accounts and I was posting pictures like screenshots of their Insta accounts on Twitter uh mocking how oppressed they are. Like, for example, I went to Ozzy Albee's Instagram account, and he is sitting on top of these $1,000 dog crates <laughs> with his little bougie dogs, you know? And uh, if you look up the company that makes these dog crates, they're like a 1000 bucks, and they're called, like, stress crates, which is so bougie and dumb. It's like rich people who've never had dogs, you can tell. I like Ozzy, but you can tell he's never grown up with dogs. Because you don't buy, like, bougie dog crates. You don't even buy dog crates. If you grew up with a dog, I this is going to be controversial, but I don't even think you own a dog crate. I think dog crates are weird. I'll give John Howard a pass because he's raised a dog from puppy to adulthood and so sometimes with a puppy you might need to crate it a little bit like when you're not home because they're going to chew stuff up like John's My Cuckabee book collection but other than that if you get like a adult dog crating it just out of habit I'm, it's kind of weird I, I'll maybe let it slide like if you're going to work if you have a work uh, day job deal and you have to leave your dog at home and you don't have a backyard situation, and you have like an apartment or a condo, may maybe, but Ozzy Albies is a seasonal employee <clears throat> and doesn't work right now. He gets paid millions of dollars not to work, and so why you got a dog crate, dude? It's kind of weird. Let your dog sleep in the bed with you, and th those are the really weird ones. 
the really weird ones that freak me out that I don't trust, that I can never hang out with. And these people are always Democrats. The people that put their dog or their dogs in the crate overnight. If you have a dog and put your dog in a crate overnight, you're a terrible person. That dog should be in the bed with you or on the couch. At the very least, a dog bed. I, I, I have a dog bed for Lucy. Uh, she's my black lab. Black labs matter. And she doesn't use it that much. She uses it sometimes. She really only uses it when the couches and the chairs are occupied with humans. And that's her last resort. But at nighttime, she's in the bed with us. And sometimes she'll go sleep on the couch. Because, because we love her. Because I don't hate my dog. I'm not a dog abuser. If I was, I'd put her in a crate all night with a blanket. You know what I mean? So... Anyways, so I was going through their Instagram accounts. I was finding their stuff and like that. I mean, pick, pick any baseball player. <clears throat> Find their Instagram account and just just do some snooping uh, of what they've been up to this winter. It's, it's so much fun. And it, you'll realize that they're far from repressed. They're on vacations. They're, one guy uh, was at some resort in, like, Jamaica with his family you know, like, so he's super oppressed. One guy was taking a road trip with his bros cross country in an RV all winter, you know, super oppressed, you know. So I'm obnoxiously tweeting these things last weekend, kind of making fun of the notion they're oppressed. And, and Eric O'Flaherty uh, told me to go fishing because I, I've been, um, uh, my new act is getting old <laughs> and I didn't disagree he was right he was right I was going a little too far I was getting a little too obnoxious and I should go fishing so I hope Eric's not mad at me he didn't unfollow me I didn't unfollow him we're adults here uh, I like him a lot and he was right he was right and I do understand that uh, because of his role in baseball he's pro player and I'm not anti-player. I'm just, you know, I'm just like, there's some nuance here. I, I think it's ridiculous. I think you're a bunch of overpaid babies. I'm sorry. The, the stuff you're asking for is, is just, it's just kind of silly. Do I like Rob Manfred? No. He's got a weird gap in his teeth. He's from the north. All right. Um, he talks funny. I've never liked Rob Manfred, but you guys have a minimum salary of $580,000 a year, and you want more? Um, not only that, just the the free agent market and the Scott Borises of the world and, uh, you know, the way it's been for the last, I don't know, 30 years benefits y'all greatly. It, it, you work in maybe the most uh, lucrative industry that I know of. At worst, you're going to make 580 a year, and those are the guys that suck. You know what I mean? A low, cheap contract is a couple million a year. That's low. CEOs of companies don't make that. Um... So, like, we don't feel bad. We don't feel bad. And it's guaranteed money. 
also. So it's like you, you sign a, a three, four year contract and then you get hurt, you tear up your knee or you, you, you break your Achilles or something, like you still get paid all that money while you sit on your dog crates playing on your TikTok. So we don't care. We don't care. We can have an intelligent conversation about minor leaguers. Maybe they should be treated a little bit better. I kind of disagree because I think the reward is so great that, yeah, you're broke as a joke in low A. Listen, I live I live next door to Mark, Matt Marksberry in like 2014 or 2015 in Rome, Georgia. I was single. I was broke living in these crappy duplexes somewhere in West Rome. My next door neighbor is this goober with a mustache who pitched for the Rome Braves and him and four other guys were living in this crappy little duplex apartment feel and they would carpool together in some guy's little Hyundai to practice into games. And I got to know Matt a little bit and we're still buddies. And they were broke, but the reward was, one day, you could, you could be a major league baseball player, and have a lot of money. And in the long run, it didn't work out for Matt. Matt had a, uh, a health, a freak health issue. But one year later, I'm sitting in that same duplex, and and by God, Matt Marksberry is facing Ryan Howard on live TV, and he went through some crap. He was broke. He worked his butt off and was rewarded. And call me an American, but that's beautiful. So I understand that low A players and double A players don't get paid a lot. They are paid as seasonal employees because they are seasonal employees. I don't think, and maybe if I hung out with Eric O'Flaherty or, or somebody else, they could persuade me otherwise. I'm sure that get a couple beers in me, Eric, and, and I could I could see the light, but you know, I've heard so many things like they should make 40, 50 a year. I, I just disagree. I don't know. I don't know. I disagree. Because also what that's going to do is when clubs are required to pay minor leaguers a certain wage or, or more, they're just going to not do that because they're smart, rich white guys. They're just going to like consolidate their minor league assets, maybe have one or two minor league teams and draft differently, and so there goes the pool, and and that was kind of the whole fun of it, right? You go to a Rome Braves game, and it's a bunch of kids that are never going to make it, but they don't know that yet. They don't know. They don't know. They're working their butts off, uh, and so now when you raise that wage a lot, it's going to have less guys, and a lot of those kids who, like the, the Kyle Renz of the world or whatever, um, they're going to start working at Lowe's, and they're not going to get to play baseball. And that's what I was saying on Twitter, obnoxiously, and maybe I was an asshole about it, and that's what upset Eric, and I, and I, I get it, I understand, but that's just my two cents. And, and may, maybe I don't understand the minutia of the baseball industry like I think I do, but, you know, minor leaguers, the reward is so freaking great that, I, you know, I understand the sweat equity. Is that is that the right term, sweat equity, or the sweat, the sweat, uh, I don't know what I'm saying. I understand that you have to, like, bleed, 
you know what I mean, for like three, four years. Because if you make it, you can get a big-ass contract and make a lot of money and be famous and be on live TV and have kids want your autograph. That's pretty cool. So, yeah, you're broke in low A, but guess what? In three years, you could be, you know what I mean, living on a yacht. Hello? So, I don't know what's happening with the lockout. Uh, I, I don't, I don't even, I don't know. I know that Tony Clark went to high school and Rob Manfred went to Cornell and Harvard. So, it's not really fair to Tony having to, you know, have business meetings with adults. But we'll see what happens. In the meantime, go fishing. Go fishing. Get outside. The crappie are about to spawn, or the crappie. They're in pre-spawning right now. I'm going fishing tomorrow. I'm going to try to catch some for John and JT. Uh, I probably won't because they're super deep right now. They're about 18 to 22 feet deep on the river ledges. It's going to be kind of hard to get to. But in the next month, go fishing. Get outside. All right? It's going to be okay. Even without baseball, it's going to be okay. We can do it. We are in this together.